Welcome to the Gals Guide to the Galaxy podcast, where a group of gals gather for you one cool thing around our topic of the month. Is it ancient history? Is it breaking news? Is it safe for work? Well, that's up to each gal. All we know is that... Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. It is a new month and a new theme at the Gals Guide Library, and this month we are celebrating the written word that has enriched us with powerful metaphors, musical rhythms, and vivid imagery. We're embracing National Poetry Month and shining a spotlight on poetry gals. So let me introduce you to my fab gals who have joined us for this poetic journey. So first up, she may be only one class away, but I don't care because I'm calling her Gals Guide's head librarian. Woo-hoo. It is Bonnie Fellenworth, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! <laughs> so, Bonnie, introduce yourself to the good people. <laughs> uh, my name's Bonnie Fellenworth. I'm a visual artist who does uh, paintings of women throughout history. And I just signed I just signed up for my last class for my last master's class. degree. Nice. Which one did you decide on? I did the uh, resources for people with disabilities. Oh, sweet. Look at that. Go what you feel. And yeah, I'm like, there you go. 100% supported. Lean on that Katie on that one, too. That's going to be awesome. You'll be our head librarian. Yay. So next up, it is El Presidente of Gals Guide. It's Katie Young, ladies and gentlemen. Yay. Katie, introduce your good self to the people. I am Katie Young, president of Gals Guide. <laughs> there's an echo. I think there's end, an echo in there. End of fabulous list. <laughs> right, that's all you need to know. I guess fabulous head baker. Yes. I'm finding my groove again with that yes. baking. So thank goodness we got peanut butter cookies tonight. Yes, Yummy. We do. They we were had... warm. They were warm mm-hmm. when they showed up. That mm-hmm. was fantastic. And bourbon cupcakes a few days ago. Yes, <laughs> for our dear Leah's birthday. Going to be dreaming about those for a year. <laughs> and next up is our director of community outreach, also the poetess, multi award winning author. It's Barb Conlon, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! Thank you, thank you. So, Barb, introduce the good people. Introduce yourself to the good people. Yes, those are words. Yes, yes. <laughs> and, and those words are actually in the right order. Uh, Barb Conlon, director of community outreach, as she said. Uh, this is my second podcast. Oh, uh, I had a lot of fun the last time. I thought I was going to get sick, but I didn't. Um, and it was fun, and I'm back. I have wine and cookies, and it's a good day. Yay! Yay! I'm so glad you came back. <laughs> it's tons of fun. <laughs> As for me, I am Dr. Leah Leach, and I am the founder and executive director of Gals Guide, and I have an allergy to lilies. So if my voice sounds different and a little bit snotty, it's because I can't handle the uh, the excessive beauty of a certain flower. But don't worry, I will get over it until the surprise lilies bloom in August. Woohoo! <laughs> uh, so before... Your surprise allergies. Surprise... The damn lilies. I know. <laughs> Remember when you used to bring them into your house yes! before you knew? Because they grew in my yard. I know. That was a mess. I remember those years. Dark they, years. All of them. Why did I get sick every the, time? Uh, the Asiatic or the Oriental? Like, do you know if it's like one or the other? I know it's the ones that are in spring that are yellow. And then I know it's the surprise lilies that are either orange or pink in like August-ish. Yeah. Dig in, Bonnie. They attack my face. Well, there's ones that are supposed to be like yeah. really stinky. Like some people, like, oh. they can, you know, like some people can't That's stand the, the taste of cilantro. Oh. Some people can't stand the smell of lily. That's well, the surprise lilies too. I do I smell like them. I smelled that. And yeah. I freak out a little bit only because the danger 
is in my face. <laughs> also, I think we should plug that Bonnie has a new YouTube channel. Oh, yes, very nice. For anybody exactly. thinking about doing some planting and growing, because we are almost to spring. I know. Yes. It How is, is the best spring. way to find your channel, Bon Bon? It's uh, Circle City Seeds Circle on City YouTube. Seeds. Oh, we'll put a link in the show notes so you can hear I'm more of Bonnie's beautiful I'm voice. I've like, talking about it and filming stuff for like a year. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> but now it's out there. <laughs> Maybe you've been a tad busy. Yes. A little bit. You know, bit. working, yeah. mastering. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. Getting wedding. ready for a wedding. Exactly. <laughs> wedding. Yes. All the good stuff. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> well, do you guys want to know, before we get to our one cool gal that Bonnie's going to share with us, uh, do you guys want to know what's happening in the library this week? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Sweet. So, for April 3rd through the 9th, on Wednesday, April 5th, Writer's Galaxy space is open for our writers to drop in and be writerly starting at 4.30. In-person and online options. Register at galsguide.org. On Friday, April 7th, we are open late because it is First Friday fun. So join us from 12 to 9. We're going to have poetry readings and fairy crafts in the library. Aww. There's also beer, wine, and music on campus. So it is the perfect time to come visit us. Absolutely. On Saturday, we have two events. The first one is at 9 a.m. It is our walking club. Hopefully the weather will be nice. I hope so. Um, it's been a while since there's, yes. been a, there's been a nice day for it. So all we can do is just rain in this particular case. But it shouldn't snow, knocking on some kind of wood. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I looked at the, I looked at the forecast. So You're like, just... but maybe. Me. Right. <laughs> April showers should be the only thing that would uh, rain on our parade. See it what was, I did there? Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> then at 10 a.m., we have our Tara Circle, and we are in a book study, and it's getting really close to our next book study, so you can vote on our next series if you register at galsguide.org, and you can get all the links. So for more information and all of our beautiful calendar updates, go to galsguide.org and click <laughs> on that calendar, because now the best question of all, Bonnie, are you ready to go first? Bonnie does have a <coughs> peanut butter cookie in her face. <laughs> so I, I could ask, can I ask a question? Yes. So is there an event coming up at Indie Reads? There is an event at Indie Reads, which is on April 2nd and is from 2 to 4 p.m. We're going to be doing readings and signings of Ooh. the newest anthology. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Good woot call, Barb. Woot. Mm-hmm. That's why she's the director of community <laughs> outreach. <laughs> it was high on my list. It's yeah. In that job Barb's description. Leah knocking him down. Bonnie exactly. finishing her cookie. And then Bonnie finishes the <laughs> I'm like cookie. a sportscaster. <laughs> Thank you for the color commentator. It all works. She's almost ready. (laughs) Trey's always watching all those sports, and I'm just always like, they ask like they ask the dumbest questions. They get the dumbest (laughs) answers. Right? Yes, they do. Well, I have a question. Just Uh fill in time. How did that cookie taste? <laughs> it was delightful. Oh, good. <laughs> okay, good, good. Were you, did you poison the cookies, Katie? <laughs> I don't know. I just put just some vanilla <laughs> sugar on top, so mm-hmm. I was hoping everybody would be like, there's something special. Oh, look at that. Thank you, Katie. <laughs> I have not had a warm cookie in a very long time because Aww. I do not bake. So the fact that it was warm was just mm-hmm. extra special. <laughs> extra special <laughs> to me. Oh I have to goodness. show you guys the cake wreck that Jonah and I made this week when we tried to bake out of the Star Wars cookbook, and I blame Star Wars. Oh, Star Wars got you again. Mm, it it wasn't a Tauntaun yeah. cake, was it? No, it was a dark side lava cake, and <gasps> the Sith had its revenge. Oh, I will oh, show no. you the picture later. But I love that you know that reference. I saw the same. That was very. 
Very good. That was very good mm-hmm. from the yeah. non-Star Wars gal. Super proud. <laughs> but guess what? We stalled for Bonnie, and she's ready. <laughs> I can tell. What do you got for us, Bon Bon? I feel like we could get Katie to watch The Mandalorian. Like, that's like... Maybe. You couldn't. Get the I mean, come on. Oh, I do love him. I watched The Last of Us. And the baby, the baby Yoda. Mm. Baby Yoda's yeah. adorable. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. feel that way. Uh, okay. Well, well, we'll just I have like to get a really drunk and tired down. Puppies. Who do you have for us, darling? I have Phyllis Wheatley. Oh, yay! I thought about doing her, too. Were you inspired by this month's book club pick? No, but like okay. I was wondering uh, later when she marries, I was like, did she marry a white man? Like I was like, hmm. oh, no, she's mentioned in our book club pick. Oh. The personal librarian. They talk about mm. how um, J.P. Morgan had uh, an anthology of her poetry in his nice. collection. Oh, very nice. So I, I was like, ooh, maybe I'll do her. And then I saw the Discord and I was like, oh, Bonnie's got her. <laughs> but good, because I can't wait to hear more about her. Fantastic. Sweet. Okay, so uh, a young girl who will be known later as Phyllis Wheatley. We don't mm-hmm. know what her born name was uh-huh. because she was born in Africa and what we think is about eight, uh, 1761. Gotcha. Uh, she was unfortunately kidnapped for the slave trade, mm. and the ship that she arrived on was called the Charming Phyllis. <laughs> well, doesn't that sound delightful? Is that where her name comes That's from? Where her it name is. comes from? Oh my from. goodness! <laughs> wow! But and it, it sounds like a like you'd want to go on that ship. It's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. Yeah. No, they oh. were sent there to get like bring back like a hundred some. They wanted young men. Because they are, like, the highest price. Sure. And uh, they think that maybe they just picked her up because, like, they were near the the end of their rounds and Mm. hadn't met their quota. So, like, because they were surprised that they picked up a young girl at all. Because it's, like... like, Yeah, because she was, like, what? Like, seven or eight? They think she was about seven because she was missing some of her front teeth. Oh, my goodness. But they don't really... They don't really know. Aww. I think I need more wine. Yeah, yep. definitely. <laughs> nope. Cookies will help. Nope, nope, nope. But yeah, the slave trader dude sold uh, sold her to Susanna Wheatley because mm-hmm. he thought that he wouldn't be able to sell her at all. So mm-hmm. he figured he could make, you know, something's better than nothing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um... Yeah, Susanna wanted to purchase a girl to help her when she got older. Oh, good. So I don't want to hear anything about the people who, when you tell them you don't want to have kids, they're like, but don't you want someone to take care of you when you get older? (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. Um... But Susanna already had kids. Oh, well, what was wrong with those ones? <laughs> she had, I think, a set of twins, and then I think at least one other mm-hmm. uh, kid. Were, th- were they boys? Because <laughs> I mean, they <laughs> back in the day, off and they take yeah. care of another family. I, th- I think I want to say it was like two boys and a girl. I think hmm. the twins were a boy and a girl. I think. Okay. Um, but yeah, they were about to leave the house, so I think her recipe for like. Emptiness oh syndrome my. was to go was to buy, buy a, a child. No, you don't. No. <laughs> oh 
my gosh. Mm. And that's definitely our reaction, but probably like a super. It was common. Oh, sure. Thing the yeah, at the time. But yeah, exactly. they think that um, she has, Susanna had lost a child who was about her age when she uh. died. So I think a lot of it was like, oh, you see a child that's about her age of a sure. daughter she lost. But still, buying people. She uh, she treated her real well, didn't she? <laughs> oh, really? Oh, oh goodness. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she, they were a very wealthy family who already had several slaves <laughs> and servants. Oh, no. Um, and little Phyllis was treated differently than the other slaves and servants. She was given her own room. Okay. And she wasn't allowed to talk to the other slaves. Oh, oh that... Great. <laughs> <laughs> no friends for you. Mm. Um, after noticing her play with chalk, um, she was writing. Yeah. And they weren't really sure if it was maybe her own native language. Right. That right. nobody like no. knew, bothered to learn, didn't right. care, or if it was just you know kiddo. Yeah, drawn mark. scribbles. Yep. Uh, she was taught to read and write and excelled at it. Um, after 16 months, she was able to read, write, and understand the Bible. Oh, my goodness. Boom. That's a smart cookie. I, yeah. I can't even understand the Bible. Yeah, no, that's true. Uh, understand? I'm using finger quotes on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this is at a time when many white women were not literate. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh. Uh, she was allowed to socialize with the white folks when they came over. Oh. She sat at the same table with them when they were at her house. When okay. she went to other people's houses. Not so much. She sat at like the kitty table kind of a thing. <laughs> but when they came to her house, she was she sat at the table um, and probably did little to no housework. Oh, Okay. Which is weird, because she, she bought her right. to help take care of her. So you would think she'd be, like, kind of raising her as, like, a nurse. Right, yeah. But she, she didn't... But she was a reading and writing master. I don't know. She <laughs> seems like she's more of a pet. Oh, no. It's That's like worse. Kinda, <laughs> it's it's all bad. Weird. It's all bad stuff. Oh, no. Um, but, yeah, there, there's questions about, like, how she was really, like, treated by the family. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, they're well off. And she doesn't have to go pick in the field. Sure. But were they, like, showing her off to their friends as kind of like a sideshow oddity thing? Like, right. look at this intelligent black person. Right. Like, it, this is kind yeah. of weird. Oh, no. Run away from um, us. <laughs> it's good to know this background, though, because it explains a lot about her poetry. Yeah. Oh. Like I started to look into and read some of her mm-hmm. poems, and it's... Yeah, I know Bonnie will get there, but uh, I didn't write down any of the lines specifically. But yeah, um, yeah, her and then it's also of the her family was so wealthy that they could afford to purchase a slave who did no labor. Oh. so it was kind of like so was that like showing, showing off? off? Yeah. yeah, okay, it's showing off. Oh, great. Like, <laughs> well, they also made it sound like it was a really progressive family. But how progressive are you when you're still buying people? Yeah. Right. And right. they still had other slaves. Right. But this one is special. <laughs> it, it's weird. I'm not a fan of the story. <laughs> like, I'm sure at the time they thought they were being good. Sure. That version of it, as history will say, nope. nope. <laughs> 
Um, but Susan, her her mother, right? Yes, her mother owner. Mother, yeah, uh, got the idea to publish twenty eight of her poems into uh-huh. a book. Uh, they could not get the three hundred. They had to back then to get the press to print them. They basically mm-hmm. had to have pre orders. Okay. And they needed like 300 of them for the U.S. So they ended up going to a publisher in London who wanted proof that the poems were made by a slave. Oh my goodness. Because they're not human beings. Oh no. So they had to have people that they know sign like statements that yes, this person is a slave right. and they wrote these poems. Goodness. And they also wanted a portrait to include in the book. Right. Which is the only portrait we have of her in her lifetime. Okay. And it's gotcha. that one poet, that one picture that's always shown with her. Gotcha. Um, but at least we know what she looks like. Yeah. And her yeah. mother was always like raving, like she had a copy made of it to hang above her fireplace. And oh. she was always talking about how it looks so much like her. Oh. So we, we think it's an accurate depiction of her. Okay. But it's the only one created in her lifetime. And it was uh, created, they, they're pretty sure, by another slave. Oh. Mm. And she's really very pretty, right? Yeah. Because I've seen the photo. Very beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Young woman. Very true. You know, because that sells books. Too. Right, right. But that, yeah. was, yeah. that was part of why they wanted the portrait in the book. Because mm-hmm. that was like the whole thing. It wasn't so much like... They weren't like super awesome poems, but they were really great poems for a black person. Right. Like it was like, yeah. it was like a whole thing. One Had step forward, vibe. two steps back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but at 19, she traveled to London with her stepbrother owner. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're hurting Barb's head. Um, but she traveled to London, which at this time was around the time that London was passing laws about, like, if escaped slaves made it there, you mm-hmm. could not force them to go back. Ooh. And she's 19. She could have yeah. emancipated herself while oh. she was in London. Yeah. If she had wanted to. Yeah. And she could have just stayed in London. Right. Too. But did did she know? Did she know that? That was an option, or I'm sure she did. Okay, because you know you're hanging out with the wealthy people, and this is during the American Revolution. All these talks about like freedom, and she's in London, high society stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm sure that she knew. And she's highly educated, so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, she's a smart cookie. Um, and her like she felt a real attachment to that family, even though she was basically their pet i mean gaslighting's a thing yeah Yeah. right in a weird way i mean if she looked at what her other options might have been at the time Mm -hmm. she probably was appreciative the thing you know versus a world you don't know yeah Yeah. Yeah. so i mean that's really a baby all she knew Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um it was in London where she met Ben Franklin. Oh, over there doing his his partying thing. Oh, Benny! <laughs> All about the Benjamins. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she met the mayor of London, who gave her a rare book as a gift. It was like the first printing of another author that she really liked. Oh, nice! It's fabulous. And they still, I think it's Harvard Library has that 
book that was gifted oh, to her. Oh, wow. Um, but she returned to the U.S. after getting word that her mother was ill. Okay. But there's some stipulations about this. They're like, okay, the time it took for a letter to cross overseas <laughs> would have taken longer. Right. So they think that it was maybe like an excuse of her to like excuse herself oh. and go back home. Right. Um, but um, pretty soon after she got home, her owners freed her. Oh. Um, and then she like almost immediately writes a poem and it's it's worded like they're talking about you know it's the american revolution they're talking Mm -hmm. about freedom and like if you if you didn't know who wrote it yeah it would just look like that but since she's an african-american woman Mm -hmm. it's kind of it sounds like when you're looking at it later like the hypocrisy of you wanting all this freedom for people and you're enslaving people right so it's kind of like a Double meaning thing there. Interesting. That's what's really good about poetry. Yep, yep. <laughs> the double meanings. Mm. Yes. Triples. Yes. Uh, and then a little while after she got back, Savannah died. Gotcha. Um, Wait, who's Savannah? Her, her, her the mother. mother. Oh, okay. All right. Her, gotcha. Her mother owner. Right. Gotcha. I guess mother former owner at this point. Sure, right. Ex-owner. Mother dearest? Is that uh, kind of a fair? Maybe. <laughs> All right, yeah. Um, and then uh, Phyllis actually wrote to George Washington ah. and sent him like a poem about like how awesome he is. Nice. And he eventually wrote back. Well, Even though go. he was a very busy man in 1776. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I thought he had this whole, like, new job and everything. Yeah. New country. Plus a couple new of job. War. Yeah. yeah. But he pretty sure. much wrote back. It was pretty much like, oh, your poem's so amazing, but I can't put it in the paper because then people will think I'm vain. <laughs> so, oh, okay. So I think he sent it to a friend. Mm. Who put can, it in the paper, he also right? told him, "Oh, I can't put this in the paper." Uh, but can you please so spread he, this I think because I look really good in this poem, yeah. y'all. <laughs> oh dear lord! Wow. Um, and then he he also in his letter back invited her to come visit. And there, some people think that she did, and some people think that she didn't. But it sounds gotcha. like she did visit him. Ah. Um, and then eventually. Mr. Wheatley died. I didn't even write down his, his name. Gotcha. Um, and he left nothing to her in his wheel. Oh, my gosh. So for that whole line of, do you own her or do you consider her a daughter? And he leaves her nothing. Right. Well, that's answered then. When now, you're isn't super it? wealthy. Yeah. Um, well, she's still super young, right? Because he mm-hmm. died shortly after mother owner. Yeah, gotcha. it makes my brain hurt, but I feel like I have to say it. I know, right? You don't want to, yeah. So probably so in her twenties, she's 20s-ish. very young and on her own. Gotcha. Oh yeah. man, early twenties. But she's friends with you know Benjamin Franklin and, and George, George Washington, Washington. So mm-hmm. that should do she's something for you, as long as you uh, don't spoiler, mess with sure that Hamilton but... guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go. Oh no, no. But since you know, she's now. <laughs> she's got nothing. Right. So what yeah. does a girl do? Yeah. But get married. Okay. <laughs> uh, to yeah. a dude. Oh, I didn't even write down. I think it was like John. It's John. John. Everybody was John then. John Jacob. <laughs> <Jingle> <laughs> Hyer, um, Smith. His name is my name too. <laughs> I want to say Phillips. But they. Sweet. 
Um, and there's all kinds of talks about this. He was a, a African man. He was a former slave. Gotcha. Um, but like a lot of people were like, oh, he was just like lazy and weird. And they kept talking about how Aww. he had like eight different jobs. Like at one point he was saying he was a doctor and a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was at the time there wasn't really like law school. Right. Like, there really wasn't any certification that he could have gotten yeah, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, but he tried to be a grocer. He tried to open up, like, a liquor store. Yeah, it seemed right. like he was, like, a jack-of-all-trades. But at the same time... Trying to make a living, yeah. Yeah, but at the same time, they, they talk about her dad owner in the same way, that he had, mm. like, 20 things that he was doing. Like, he ran uh... a dock and all this stuff, but, you know, oh, he's lazy. It's like, it sounds like he's... He's, he's doing quite a bit. He's quite busy, it sounds like. Know. So that would be the opposite of lazy? <laughs> I don't know. It was weird. I thought it was weird how they talked yeah. about those two different men in very two different ways. Double standards. Uh, they ended up having, they think, at least two children. Okay. Um, but I think one died. I think they both, I think one died either like right after birth or oh. was a stillborn. And the second one maybe only lived a couple months. Oh, no. Before that one died. Yeah. And she was working on getting a second book of poetry mm-hmm. to get ready to publish. And Ben Franklin wrote the, the like, introduction dedication thing for her. See, they were besties. Yeah. knew it. Yeah. <laughs> Hanging but then out. She, but then in oh, uh, no. 1784, yeah. she ended up living at a boarding house oh. because her husband was in debtor's prison. Oh, no. oh my no. gosh. Um, and she ended up uh, dying from pregnancy complications with her third kid. Oh, no. So they're pretty sure died. she was buried with this kid. So oh, they think it gotcha. died within like a day or two. Because I was going to say, name. with the two other kids that didn't make it, I'm like, well, but at least she um No. Yeah. Uh, and oh. she was 31. 31? Holy what? crap. Yeah. Oh, baby. <laughs> um, and some people criticized her poems, uh, particularly... White dudes? Um, that that freedom one. <laughs> yeah. Really? No. Right? Um, people, were, people were critical of her poems, basically being like, you know, she has one where she talks about... It's it's kind of like she's glad that she was brought over to Africa because now you know she's no longer like a savage and knows God like it's oh, it's weird but indoctrination ness like, yeah oh no I don't know. but um but if it's all you know it's all yeah <laughs> but then it's also she wrote that poem when she was fourteen oh yeah so this like that book that got published when she was 19 yeah those are her, like teenage angst <laughs> absolutely <poems>. yeah <laughs> sweet like, i like, wouldn't want any of my right? teenage yeah, poetry published yourself, absolutely yeah. oh no <laughs> a little harsh maybe yeah. just a little harsh mm-hmm. about everybody yeah. i knew <laughs> <laughs> um and some people also criticize her not writing enough like against slavery well, she write what she writes. Yeah. I mean, but like, like I said about the other, the other poem I talked about. Really, I think there's like yeah. a second meaning right there that yeah. was hidden well enough for the wealthy mm-hmm. white people she hung out with, right, to not really question it. Uh huh. Uh huh. Be like, mm-hmm. ooh, that's really great. <laughs> 
But uh, people later on used her poems when they were, um, it's left my mind what that's uh, called. The the thing that was happening at the same time is like the suffrage movement. Um, um, abolition? Like, yeah. Yes. The abolitionist okay. movement. Gotcha. They yes. were like, because people were like, oh, you shouldn't let black people vote because they're not intelligent enough. Oh, but here's this and beautiful poetess. And then they were poetess. showing this poetry. Gotcha. And they're like, you know, a I black mean, woman wrote this. A black Ooh, girl wrote this yeah. at 14 or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. It's kind of cringy. <laughs> like, eh. Right? But exactly. I always like I always like to include her in um, founding mother yeah. kind of stuff. Because it's right around that time of the mm-hmm. countries forming and the revolution and powerful friend. And I tried to look up kind of what <laughs> happened. I found one article online. It was like an interview of what happened to her husband. Yeah, yeah. After she died. Because he the had prison. all her stuff. He wasn't sent to Savannah by any chance, was he? Because Savannah was the debtor's prison at one point. I lived there. And they, it was a leper colony. And then it was the debtor's prison. <laughs> Such a lovely heritage. Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But they were making it sound like he still lived for like another 16 years. And they don't really kind of know. Like, I'm sure somebody in genealogy can figure out what what happened to him, where he went, all that. Um, But he would have had any kind of of her poems. Right. Yeah. Some stuff was published after she died. Okay. Gotcha. But not a whole... So well, there's more than just the one book when she was 19. There was the one book when little... she was 19, and she would put stuff out that was in, like... Magazines and stuff. Yeah, kind of like okay. newspaper things that she would somehow get, like, paid for, I think. Gotcha. Individually. Um, and I think... Ev- I don't remember if that second book ever got published or not. Gotcha. Because that guy had it. Right. And he is in debtor's prison. You would think that he would want that sold. Yeah. So he could make money off of it. Right. Exactly. But it's probably finding a publisher and finding that whole thing. He didn't probably understand what he had Mm -hmm. or the worth of what he had. Yeah. Exactly. So we have like 50 some of her poems. That's good though. There you go. Good. Sweet. Well, does anybody have any questions? For Bonfire. I like how Bonnie always has this nervous look like, please don't ask me any questions. <laughs> no, I just, it's just, it's it's just the time. whole <laughs> weird thing of like, yeah. she's my daughter's slave. It's just, it's awkward and like, weird. Like, do you hear yourself? Like some people were like, oh, she was one of the, you know, I feel like some people try to make the argument for slavery of like, well, not all slaves were treated bad. Okay. Like you're owning another person. <laughs> Right, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. No, the, yeah. the answer you're looking for is yes. <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> Sweet. Well, do you want me to wrap it up for sure. us? Oh, my goodness gracious. Well, that wraps us up for this week. Join us next week as our next gal pal shares another cool woman of history. Thanks for listening. For show notes, links, and images from this week's show, visit galsguide.org. Want exclusive stuff like deleted bits and major bloopers? Become a Gals Guide patron today. Thanks for listening. <laughs>